2: Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Lane. i um, Art. <laughs> Lane. Art is joining us remote. Uh, how are you doing, Art? Are you metal detecting? <laughs> yeah, I was. There's so many noises going on in my ear right now. <laughs> um, you got uh, beeps and squeaks and yeah. all sorts of shite. Exactly. We'll get through it. We're professionals. This is what we do. Um, this how y- is how we do. How you guys doing? Mm i'm doing good, good. fantabulous yeah. good brian yeah. looks as tired as i feel you look tired too you got some circles yeah long days huh yeah so when all of a sudden you got you know shit to do yeah um already hanging in there i'm trying you
1: okay. know okay good but uh yeah all good man uh nice and ready to di- dive no wait i'm already strapped in and ready <laughs> to roll or something like do that. do you have your five
4: point harness on
1: 6 point.
0: Oh shit. Yeah.
2: 6 point.
0: 6 points standard for today. It <laughs> <laughs> was the 6. You got to make sure that you got to make Six sure points. your head is strapped in. It's two,
2: right? submarine yeah. two submarine harnesses. Two submarine. Yeah. One per testicle. Yeah. Wow. I thought it would be like something around your neck.
0: <laughs> it's like a necktie. <laughs> yeah. So, style points this is the sixth harness. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um All right, question time. Well, should we mention real quick? I mean, this is the first our you know, episode after going to LA and uh doing doing mad things. Doing things It was great. It's good times. Yeah, it was cool. We'll <laughs> talk about it next. This is like torture, dude.
4: We're listening to this like Static noise coming through,
0: Lane. You may have missed it, but Warren said that we're
4: professional. I know so we were great professional. <laughs> we're it's, right like, through this. it's like someone like tapping me in the forehead about like repetitively. It's bad, yeah, sucks. It's um, bad, anyways. Uh, yeah, LA was rad, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot on Sunday's episode. It's was looking for um, a little teaser. Yeah, it
0: was fun. Forehead tap, forehead tap, forehead tap, forehead tap.
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I'm remote today. That's why there's some additional equipment in the mix, hence the uh, the annoyance there.
2: That's right. Okay. Uh question time. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Evonius, what would be the crazy combination of cars like the LeBaron that you guys rented that you guys would create? So that oh, was Oh, so, so was they kind put the it... Frankenstein right yeah runner, Yeah. And, exactly. uh, yeah. yeah. That's a hard question. Shit.
0: It is a hard question. I've never thought of this question.
2: Like just mix matching cars. It like yeah, what's like a, you do? I I'm, I guess you could do like a. It's
0: like the Johnny Cash question, right? So you could one, do like one a one piece at a time.
4: You could do like a '57 Chevy with a Cadillac front end and a something. So, yeah, like that's, that's... that kind of because you could do like it has to be a platform sharing kind of thing, right? right? That's actually All right, that's not actually always, but you could also do the VW bug with a rolls front end. But I've
0: always liked the uh round headlight rabbits, oh, yeah, but then GTIs, so uh-huh. that's a pretty slight difference. But you throw the rabbit front end on a GTI, mm-hmm. well,
4: that would be like a Euro GTI, right? I guess so. Um, yeah, uh, that'd be cool. Have though. you guys
1: seen the There's a lot of, uh, like, Chevy Tahos that have the Escalade front end.
4: Oh, yeah. like,
1: a lot of Chevy trucks with the, uh, yeah, with an Escalade front end. You haven't seen those?
4: That's awful. Yeah, I've seen those. Of course you've seen those. Come on, dude. I like how he just says you haven't seen those without us responding. Do you know what a fluffer is? (laughs) (laughs) I would do a Corvette with 911 fenders. Gross. (laughs) So gross. That's bizarre. I will not picture it. You can't make me.
0: With the hood cutouts and everything for the motor? Yeah. Oh, man. I I really don't like how big the Corvette front end is. So if you could make that work, I think I'd dig it.
2: Oh, God. it would be so gross. You can try <sighs> on my car if you want, Lane. Okay. I'm really trying to think of kind of backdating cars. What if you yeah. did a, a Ferrari Daytona, so 365 Daytona mm-hmm. body on a 550 Marinello? Oh, yeah, yeah. So on a modern chassis? So modern or chassis. More modern chassis. 12 you know, uh, manual transmission. Same basic layout. Yeah. I don't think it'd be impossible to make that happen.
4: Yeah, that's like you've seen a, like a lot of...
2: They do that in the muscle car world a lot. Yeah, you know, or like, like the 240Z that has the uh, GTO or 250 California look. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to spot the difference.
0: But uh, how, how about this one where you uh, make a wagon into
2: a... <laughs> Uh, like a ranchero or yeah. an El Camino, but I you think...
0: cut the back off and make it a pickup.
2: Yeah, but it has to have more like styling element instead of just taking off part of it. You know,
4: I've I'm, what I have picturing... pieces from an El Camino, right? Or like what a I...
2: Silverado on the front of a Buick wagon with cutting the back off to make it a truck. Oh, whoa! I, I'm picturing
0: the there was like a Caddy that was like done back in the day that was yeah. like maybe even legit from
2: Cadillac. It yeah, was a big pickup. It was like a special order thing. Yeah. I saw that on...
4: How about the oh, 944 Lemons car that has the Chevy square body front end? Dude, I saw that thing Chevy in pickup square bodies front end? On a 944? Yeah. On a 944. And
0: because it, it was a V8, I think looked- they used yeah. the, same, the motor from that yeah. truck the too. The whole
4: front end was a a square body Chevy pickup does it fit or look <laughs> it, looked, it
0: yeah, it looked kind of, kind of looked cool like, yeah. so in the way that uh, the uh, Porsche 911 race cars and like the 935 and all that have the extended fenders super wide and so they have the giant gaps uh, you know between with the,
4: the old fenders and the new fenders like the, it's,
0: the slant nose and then there's a huge exit for the air like 935 yeah, yeah right. 935 it looked kind of like that where it mm-hmm. was just like a big gap it's, it was it's pretty true. cool, actually. You
4: saw it when we were at Hoopdi. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't, Dude, I'm I'm kind of bummed I didn't go down to the pits at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, so
1: uh, I'm keeping it brand on, on brand rather, or the same brand. Uh, how about uh Sierra Cosworth front end on a Fox body?
2: Oh, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially a Mercury xr 4 Ti, right. Yes. Yeah,
1: but I want the Euro one
2: yeah 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 whatever
1: I think that would work right like yeah, just kind that would of same, work. Shape. I
0: think it's actually pretty similar to the early fox body front really, end right really with similar. the quad lights and the yeah. same kind of little mini oval and the over right. the radiator so
1: it would be kind of a it would be on par with like a Plymouth caravel front end on a liberian, which is like yeah. mm-hmm. just it's like slightly different. The grill's a little different, the bumper, you know like I think the headlight surrounds are a little different, but that's kind of the one that I had in mind
2: oh, there you go. The Hunt Three R asks, "Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck, or one hundred duck-sized horses?" Love the podcast.
4: Uh horse-sized duck. Yeah, just one.
2: No way.
4: Yeah, yeah,
0: dude. A hundred little, dude, dude, horses, what? little horses. Little horses. Hard. That'd be so
4: Crazy. They
0: would
1: bite. One gigantic peck and you're done, dude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the but little guys. Like, He doesn't move yeah, as quickly. I can, I can fight him. Uh, I have some mild experience with this. Uh, and you know about this, Brian? What do I?
4: I actually had a. Uh, I have a. I have home video of a, a goose attacking me. Nice. When I was uh, a little kid. So.
1: Oh yeah, I was about to ask. Like yesterday. Or? Yeah, I know. I know.
2: We just call them uh, movies now Yeah, of they don't. Video. They're not called home videos anymore, which is kind of sad, actually.
1: I know they, they're they're not homemade. Uh, so tell us about so, your
2: experience with the horse says
1: duck. So, no, the opposite, uh, which was... <laughs> a duck <duck-sized> horse? <laughs> a mini horse? <laughs> hundred. No, so uh, when I, I was in Vietnam in the jungle somewhere, and we were going to this crocodile sanctuary. What? And there <sighs> were uh, little monkeys, like, I'd say, uh, you know, almost duck-sized, like little tiny monkeys uh, that were basically blocking our road. And I was swinging a gigantic stick at them, like, trying to get them to get out of the way because they basically w- would not freaking move. And... They would they would dissipate and then come back and hiss at me. But at least I got them to split <laughs> up. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, Jamie did not like think it would be a, a wise idea to move forward. So we ended up going back to the freaking well, office of this place. That and, actually sounds and fortunate, a, Art yeah and we got a golf cart uh, so to drive us to the uh, crocodile sanctuary
0: so your story, so, uh, so your it story surprises has me to do with it well it does
1: I mean you said that you
0: would I, I mean I think that's the scary part you had all these little monkeys chasing you that's the same thing as those little horses I think I'm surprised that you uh, wouldn't rather fight the big
4: duck. But I don't know,
1: dude. No, but a, I feel like a big duck would just like one one bite and you're toasted or a pecky once and you're out. Yeah,
4: and I guess horses aren't as mobile mobile as uh, little monkeys either. So they would just kind of be running around, yeah. like maybe stomping on your feet. So maybe I change my answer to those, those little horses, Those horse choppers, though. Those little, <sighs> those little, big and they can do the kicks and so the, But how many of them? A
2: hundred. Hundred. A lot. Hmm. Ducks, would I would just use so,
1: like you guys heard my metal detector going off earlier. Uh, I would just swing that around in circles with that flat plane attached like a blade at the front. Those guys are nothing. Wow, I got you. So we're anti animals <laughs> on
4: this podcast. No, just... I love them. <laughs> I would try okay, to well, ride safe, those
1: horses, capture but, them gently, and uh, place them in boxes.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef Malone Jr., uh, John Jesse just posted a rear wheel drive VRT. No, i think it's vr6 or is it vrt it was VR, a vr6 six. turbo so oh, vr6 I turbo. turbo uh mark one rabbit what front wheel drive car would you love to make rear wheel drive
0: so that's amazing
2: that's i saw that awesome, too right? like what yeah.
0: the fuck i don't understand awesome don't straight understand. up group b yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah right i said what it, it had it was like a miata subframe and oh. all this
2: stuff you know like yeah damn okay i want to see Uh, more uh, about suspension and you know stuff like yeah that's insane um that's fantastic i'm gonna say uh integra type r oh there you go that's cool that would be known for great handling incredible motor yeah um lightweight and nimble Mm-hmm. And that would just be an awesome. I mean, think how popular that fucking car would be.
4: Someone on there said Saab 99. I think that'd be a really
2: cool one. Mm-hmm.
4: That was a very good one. Yeah, I was gonna say Ford
0: Festiva, and then realized that the Shogun was actually made.
2: Oh yeah, oh that was all-wheel
0: drive, right? No, I think it's just rear. Oh, okay, hmm.
2: I don't know though. Yeah, and no, I think you might be right. Uh, what about a uh, Volvo 850 R? So good. Yeah, that would yes. be cool.
1: Absolutely, great choice. Absolutely. Uh, Peugeot two
4: hundred five GTI. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mhm. Yep. Uh-huh. Dude, Mark mean, 1 Rabbit basically... is a great call. Yeah, Mark One Rabbit's like almost the best. That's
1: amazing. That's what we're talking about here, really, with a Peugeot two hundred five GTI. Yeah, it's right? same thing,
4: right? any hot hatch. Well, that's what a Renault R five Turbo essentially is, right? Like a little
0: right. Dude, how fun would a Fiesta ST be? Yeah. It's a great package. little motor. Great
2: uh, package. I was gonna say Shiraco, but that's basically a 944.
4: Or it's basically a Mark One. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also, uh, Brian. It's way I think lighter this question weight been asked than in the like past. a 944. What's that? Art? And uh, you, you. Oh yeah. So this question, I believe, has been asked in the past. And I remember Brian saying, uh, oh, uh, "B13
0: Ser." That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's where I stand today too. I can't believe I forgot that.
1: That's a good choice. Because it's, it's the basically 510
4: dots and five ten kind of thing. How about a fulvia? Ooh, yes. Eye.
2: Yes. Honda Prelude. Not a bad call. Be a rad little car. Mm-hmm. All right, we can go on and on. <clears throat>
4: T- Any front wheel drive car. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, don't stop me. Uh, T. Frasca, are we the last generation who will be driving internal combustion engine project cars, thinking about the Tesla and how the prevalence of e swap cars is seemingly on the rise? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think there's, too there's many there's, cars.
4: There's going to be people like still wanting to play with that stuff. Maybe not as many, but obviously. I mean, obviously not as many, but yeah, yeah. there's still going to be people.
0: I've seen Mad Max, and cars. it's like
2: you know yeah it's not a dystopian electric car future exactly brian and think of uh all the <laughs> millions of cars that are bought and you know being built today um yeah. and uh those are all gonna find a home maybe not all of them but there'll be people out there that want to keep them going and and want cheap affordable transportation
0: yeah for sure but i mean <clears throat> i mean I, I think part of it is it, it is you could be using the same chassis just like tesla it's just drivetrain wise there might be a point where the power uh is so good and it's so easy to do swaps
2: maybe if there's the and, ls and there's swap the whole there's
0: equipment. the whole electric grid the whole network for charging is like you know all there in 20
4: years no ago. for sure i think the i think the majority will do just electric swaps cuz
2: i think that's the simplest thing uh, is it though i mean that's it's so far away it seems like I does mean, it well we're talking about the future <laughs> I know. well we're talking about he's saying <laughs> this, gen- this generation this generation you don't think yeah. the generation below us so what is gonna-
4: the generation below us like my daughter like that yeah. age and our, and our and kids o- and
2: older yeah like probably high school now
4: i uh, know they're gonna be all they're gonna be majority is still gonna be doing gas gas
2: yeah it's yeah. gonna, gonna take several cars. several generations but yeah. that is you know that is you know, a, they call it an for an, sure a possibility an LS and maybe it'll be an EL for electric LS swaps just think about it that's all I'm asking whoa I'll give it some thought more thank you I'm thinking about <laughs> it right now Art do you have anything to add
1: No, that's funny that you wrapped it up with LS swap there because uh, that's kind of what I was thinking along those lines, right? It's like it it would become the LS swap. It's just compact, efficient, readily available. uh, And I can see how that's going to be the appealing choice. But um, I think I wouldn't be surprised that after, like, the next generation, we're starting to see that because I think right now, like, there's so much, like – for especially our generation still so much of an attachment to the sound of an internal combustion motor and the visceralness and like having something come alive and everything that comes with it, with an internal combustion engine. And, uh, but you start looking at the younger generations and I think there, or I I guess the, the next generation and there's, I don't think as much as of an attachment to that. It's like efficiency performance, like fast as possible smoke tires. Like I don't, I don't think there's as much of a connection with that. And, Like, you know, like uh, there's obviously electric racing series now, and I think that'll continue. And definitely, um, I don't know, but we have seen at Bradwood
4: and stuff like a lot of younger kids, uh, that are buying these 80s, 90s cars. So, there is a certain, you know, segment of the population that values are rising.
2: So, I mean, yeah,
0: there's I, I think, I think the canary in the coal mine is the high school parking lot, basically, like. When we were kids, there were hot rods in the parking lot and some European cars. And you know, we grew up and started making money. And we're like thinking about what kind of got us going in those days. Right when we got our driver's license, I think when you start to see high school parking lots uh, with a very tiny percentage of, or maybe only a couple, like hot muscle cars or you know European cars. Then I think we're almost done because it's like the you know you need to have, be impressed at that age to be able to like have the passion later in life. I, I think. Well, yeah. what
1: does I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be muscle muscle cars, right? It could be no, like the Honda, I or mean, S two thousand, exactly, or, or, or nine forty four, or whatever. I mean, it, yeah, I literally mean just
0: anything a, with a motor that has the qualities that you just mentioned, where you know right. the I was going to go the opposite. The I thought, feel.
1: yeah, I thought you were going to say that the canary in the coal mine is seeing a couple like a, a corner like like a, just a f- a small percentage of electric swaps right that's when shit's like like that's something's happening right uh like you're still gonna have you know just the standard kind of whatever uh, plebeian cars driving or like you know your camrys and corollas but in the corner over there there's a kid who swapped uh, an electric motor into his dad's old like air-cooled 911 or something <laughs> that's an yeah. extreme example but um i don't know just like that type of deal right
2: i think um if you know for lack of a better company tesla makes the cube and it's this motor and battery pack that can just go into an engine bay and has pretty universal axle points and stuff that that'll be the game changer it's like you know
0: it's gotta be cheap three
2: thousand bucks and it offers a hundred mile range or something then for five thousand it's obviously bigger range and power and stuff but uh That'll be the difference, but this, like, you have to be an electrical engineer and a battery specialist and know suppliers and things to make a Tesla isn't, that's not going to change for a while, right? I mean. I don't know. I mean, you know, the learning curve
0: for uh, uh, combustion engines is pretty big, too. Like, being able to do any hot roddy type stuff with a uh, uh, regular gas-fueled cars is also pretty difficult.
4: Yeah, so. but the car's already set up for gas, car like for all that stuff so you know a lot of people if they're you know, i don't know it's kind of already there right mm-hmm. you're just replacing stuff that's already done it's like if you're having to replace the motor the engine with an electric motor and you have to do some kind of transmission with that and you have to do the charging unit and it's kinda... i mean
0: they may be starting with electric cars too
4: well i mean but if that's the case it's like two generations it's a couple generations out
1: yeah mm-hmm. I do you think i i've, I've kind of wondered this uh, if people like let's say two generations um um uh... What am I looking for here? Is it behind us in front of us? (laughs) Any succeeding generations? No, but a couple generations from now, like if people are going to look back and think we're fucking idiots for like doing this whole oil fossil fuel thing, like it's like overcomplicating the shit out of everything just because we have this thing and like there's political shit like when it's like electric could have been like so much better from the start, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, uh but um we've created something that's mechanical and it's it's complex and obviously it's very interesting to us now but like in retrospect i wonder what people are going to think like 150 to 200 years from now
2: oh yeah uh, <laughs> yeah that'll be interesting for sure uh j kyle jf90 since the sun has come out and all the snow and ice is gone i thought i'd ask what company makes the best convertibles
4: oh like modern companies I don't even, who even.
0: I don't even know too much want, about new cars.
4: Miata.
2: I don't even know <laughs> Mazda. Too much. Chrysler, Series, W, Audi. <laughs> um, I
1: don't even know too much. Lamborghini,
2: so. Ferrari. Um, these companies all make convertibles. They do. And I'm gonna say all McLaren. suck. They all suck. Miata. Yeah, simpler the better.
4: Miata is good because it's but, just you, I you. it's a, it's it's a manual, manual
2: top. Why yeah. do you say that? William? They're all like mechanical, hydraulic. These hard top ends yeah. up leaking into the cabin. Um, anything breaks, like one little plastic micro switch, you have to replace the whole uh, cassette because they don't sell just the switch. Um, tons. Do of you think convertibles have ever been good? No.
0: Because I just replaced all that shit on my Skylark, and it's the same thing for back in the day. Yeah, it all sucks. Well, you're
4: quite the rain cloud, aren't
0: you?
2: I every time I see a convertible, I'm just like, ah. me Miata's though. Do that? No, I like that. And I was gonna say, it's E30's. so
4: simple. They've always been, been e, the simplest thing. One hand. Yeah. You just pull it over love your head. Love
2: it. I love it. E30 convertibles, similar. Yeah. I've just replaced too many of these fucking hydraulic rams that are in the top of the windshield and then that leaks when it goes the top a doesn't work and then b it soaks through the headliner and then leaks onto you yeah. as you're driving with hydraulic fluid it's definitely an, an added like thing to worry about yeah. and deal with and it's like a it's a definite i'm gonna have to deal with that exactly thing right like it's boxers not... the transmissions yep. break in the, convertible the cable toggle, which breaks is, or something the cables the plastic gears in mini coopers there's a couple micro switches that break and you have to replace the entire thing cuz mini only sells it as one piece. So this, you know, great deal you got on your mini convertible for 4 grand, you just, you know, have $2500 to put a top in it. I think
0: uh, I'm <clears throat> I think convertibles you get the most effect on big convertibles like where there's a big there's a back seat and everything. Yeah. You know, like I bet I rented while our Jeep was in the shop, I had a, a Mustang convertible for a little bit and it was uh, it was kind of terrible. It was all tight. Like, it didn't even feel, like, open. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, this new modern car with the high belt line. And uh, I don't know. And the difference compared to the Skylark is crazy. Like, the Skylark is, it's so open. You take that giant top off, and it's, like... It's like a living room out in the open that you can drive around in which is awesome. I don't know if any new car manufacturers make a big convertible like that. Um
4: yeah, and newer car convertibles like they have if most of them are the glass back window if they're a soft top and that means they even have less like daylight coming in cuz the window has to be smaller and then they a lot of them are the the hard tops, you know. Now. Folding hard tops. Yeah. Hard
2: tops. Like but the, maybe that's a good thing. I like that idea but they're just but they're, they're yeah. more complex. Yeah, all the McLarens, Ferraris, Lamborghinis.
1: That's what I was going to say. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, Warren would hate my answer, but I think that the best execution, and I think about the entire package, not just the experience, but like the, the aesthetically how it looks, you know, because like it's really hard to do a retractable hardtop car that looks good. That Like it's, it always changes the shape of the car. And then there's also structural rigidity stuff. So, like if you have a performance car, you're going to cars to be flimsier and creakier. But I think McLaren is by far the best execution of any, any spider out there, convertible. Like the, the, the actual top looks really cool when it's, it looks good when it's up. I mean, some, some, would say that, you know, like a 670s ES with the top up versus uh, a, a spider with the top up might even look better than a hard top. You, you have to check it out. You'll see what I mean. But with the top down, like not only do you get the sound of the motor and it's a little more visceral, but like, it actually doesn't even change the rigi- structural rigidity of the car because you're yeah. dealing with a carbon fiber tub, you know? So um, I think that's like, in that situation, like, I think, you know, it's it's a no-brainer. I would want the spider. I, I normally would never want a spider in any car, like as a default, but in that car, I would.
2: Well, there's also cars that were only designed to be convertibles, like an SL Mercedes, and they have a folding hardtop, and so there is no difference between the coupe version because there is no coupe. So it looks super natural, and they 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 work great. I mean, own one under warranty or be prepared for frustration. You know, replacing convertible tops. The the hydraulic portion, the pumps, all that shit will fail. Yeah, and especially so McLaren. It,
4: yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh. yeah, all right. I'm, I'm
1: driving. I'm I'm driving a McLaren. I'm rich. I can afford it. It's yeah, exactly. It. Uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, where do you get?
4: Uh, how about if you live in wherever about, and there's no dealer? There isn't a dealer. I live within, right here. <laughs> um, yeah, and
1: the dealer is how far away though? Uh, it's uh, how many miles? Thirty-five miles. Yeah, uh, it's kind but of sucks uh. Too. uh, uh so, uh, Warren, you do bring up a good point, though, because uh, Carlos Santana really likes SLs because uh, they're supernatural, as you said. Right? Oh, jeez. Oh, Move ah, on,
2: ah, ah, Wow. Kim, do <laughs> we the have hits keep coming. I'm going to say Bentley. They do the big coverable, right? Bentley's good. Bentley Bentley's does, good. They do an Azure big six bows, six bow top. That's what you're looking for. You don't want a three bow. It's a plebe. Why would you? Plebs. Uh, because underscore Joe. I've had a a Dynan Stage 2 E39 M5 that I've daily driven for three years and 50,000 miles. Damn. It will be live on Bring a Trailer in the next few weeks, and I'm on the hunt for a new daily. I've entertained the thought of the new GTI, but I'm worried I'll be disappointed soon after purchasing from lack of power slash fun. What would you recommend as a daily? I'm wanting to have something less maintenance heavy, as every other car I own always needs something.
4: How much do you want to spend?
2: sounds like he's going to have a uh, $29,000. No, I, I have no idea. <laughs> no, it's good to start with a number like yeah. that though, Warren. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, no you clue. would probably
1: go with what, let's just say that he's going to use the money from the M5 towards that. Right? Well, I mean, so, he
0: already uh, said GTI, mean? so we can go so, GTI yeah, level. So yeah, putting it
2: at 30 grand. Yeah. It's a tough place, my friend. That is a tough place to be. We've I don't know, in that place, this. I think you're GTI. Do you need
4: a sedan? Do you need a new car? I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, he said he wants... He wants reliability. Reliable new car, I think, but... Chevy SS. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a newer version of his,
2: but it's the same thing, right? But that's 40-something grand, isn't it? I don't know. I was actually curious. I can
1: imagine... Yeah, That's a good call. I'm not sure. Well, let, let's now we can bump the budget. Let's say he's talking 35. <laughs> uh, well, new, no, but I I think mean, that, they don't make them yeah. new anymore, but, but yeah, I'll bet they right. hold
0: their value pretty good too.
1: It's a tough place. I'm curious now. Think of what it would be that's in, a, very a motor call.
2: trend shootout with the GTI focus ST, mm hmm.
1: Yeah, then you uh, goes SWRX or something.
2: M two thirty five or one of those. No, it's too, too expensive. expensive.
4: What about an older STI? Dude, STIs are such a shitty place Janky to be. Dude. Janky. It's
1: no Beamer. That's E39. a That's a harsh, harsh, harsh experience on a daily. Yeah, basis I mean, one. he
4: can go with like a two, like a two twenty eight I or something.
2: Manual. Yep.
4: Yeah.
0: What, two, ab- what about what about though. a two thousand eleven I mean
4: uh, that's a big heavy car though, so you can go with something a little lighter and nimbler. Two thousand
0: eleven Alpha Julia. Two
4: thousand
0: eleven? If they from, made them, that would the, be rad. What?
4: In, <laughs> what the hell is happening right now? <laughs> happening? I,
0: I I just I really wish that Julias were on the used car market for cheaper. No, you don't.
4: I, I do. They won't. Well, no. Not Talk about a maintenance, maintenance nightmare. Ah, uh,
1: well. Details. What a. Dude, can you get a nine nine seven point two
4: Carrera
0: Ooh, like a base model for low no. thirties
4: these days? You get, uh, I think you're more you like I think, you're, I think maybe like thirty nine ish for a point two,
2: like a two thousand. You get a like, fucking cherry nine nine six. You can get a you can get a Yuck. nice
4: nine nine seven point one for like thirty, like a or. You Know a base model one that's uh, not a bad call, actually. Our friend uh Travis got a Carrera S for like right or m- low 30s, I think that's a pretty good call. But 300 horsepower, well, don't those have the horsepower, or whatever? No, uh, three, yeah, 380. 380.
1: Wait, but don't point ones have an IMS they issue, do. but the IMS so is not replaceable? Yeah, yeah point you, have
4: to, like, you have to do like, the yeah, whole, point yeah. two is where to go. I mean, that's and the what is that, 2008 2009 and up.
2: So I think you're more like forty grand, And maintenance isn't like, it's not breaking down a lot, but when you do brakes, it's and expensive. It's expensive. For, expensive Tires wear, yeah. are expensive. I don't expensive know if that factors into items. it. But I'm really having trouble. Well, his
1: car wasn't very cheap either. I mean, no, it's I like,
4: know. Like, well, yeah, and, and m I'm trying to get away from it. M5s notoriously are money pits, like straight but up. But he's
1: trying to get away from like a car. Like this is a car that's going to be more reliable. When shit breaks, is probably going to be the same to fix, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh And he's not going to miss. He's going to have good power. He's going to have a good chassis. But uh, I think
4: he's trying to go like polar opposite. Like he's trying to get.
1: More Economy <sighs> or. Because, I mean, dude, uh, one other option would be to just get the fucking GTI and chip it. Aren't those, like, a chip away from, like, 80 more horsepower or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll say, sure. say that. I mean, mean, or is a tune he, or whatever, right? A tune. Yeah. Lane,
0: is he going to be disappointed with the GTI?
4: I don't know. Coming out, I've never driven an E39.
2: Of, uh, coming from, like, 450 horsepower.
4: But I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the steering on the GTI is probably a lot better. It's going to uh, feel I'm way, way newer. way lighter it's way it's newer new it has way more amenities like I don't know it's it's a and and if you're talking about power it, it literally is a tune away from being faster than that and M5. it's lighter
2: so I mean yeah the nimbleness plays into it yeah
4: and yeah the steering is a big thing I mean E39s are s- slow steering you know
1: and it's know. also a steering box. It's what, also a steering box, which
4: sucks. I guess it's not on the E39. It's a rack and pinion. It it's, is.
1: CTSV. It's. I'm. Well, shit. I have to double check after being certain about other things.
4: <laughs> yeah, double check. Um, I, am, I am 95% sure.
1: I'm pretty the, sure that, that I looked it up after I drove 5. my
4: brothers, and it was a. Or at least the normal 528 was a rack and pinion. Hmm.
1: CTSV. Yeah, uh, yeah they. So E thirty nine M five does have a
4: steering box. It's not a bad call. The E thirty nine M five does. Yes, it is a steering box. How not about my <laughs> Wow, is that That's only ridiculous. for the M five?
1: I don't know. I just looked up M five.
0: I can't believe that. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I, I remember reading about that. Like, because that was like the ma- the biggest complaint about that car was that and like the immediately outdated um like you know nav system. Yeah, but that bullshit. was only like, in...
4: oh. Or the early one had the little screen, right? The 2000 M5. Right, the,
1: yeah, exactly. And that was the, the like, those two th- items were the only things that people complained about when they drove those things, yeah. outside of, like, eventually knowing that there were carbon buildup problems and that. But I'm talking mm-hmm. about when they were brand new.
4: Yeah. I had a friend that had an E39 M5 uh, when it was, like, two years old, I think. Maybe three years old. And he, it was, like, the gnarliest nightmare of a maintenance Alex, uh oh yeah yeah alex had that one he, i drove it he would just he was just pouring money i remember it was talking a little, to him yeah. about a,
2: at a bar one night oh god yeah and he ended up buying a like last generation prelude as a commuter yeah, instead that's right, yeah because he was so oh, <laughs> really sick of it yeah yeah um so yeah get a prelude i like the gti call actually uh, under warranty i mean it, it takes a hammering yeah and keeps on going. I mean you're proof of that. It's hard to hard to argue against it really. Yeah, under warranty and all that. I
4: mean, sure, it's not rear wheel drive, it's not gonna have that same kind of thrill and the noises your M five probably makes. And you don't have to
2: own it forever. Yeah. Uh Joe Polo sixty eight. He wants to know favorite movie T V car or cars and then uh favorite movie chase scene or driving scene. We've kind of answered this several times, but what's on what's on your mind? I had one Mm-hmm. Uh, one chase scene that I really like, um, James Bond, mm-hmm. Goldeneye, the scene where... Uh, so this is
4: Pierce Brosnan and Goldeneye? Brosnan,
2: okay, which is one of my faves. Really? Yeah, okay. I, I really like Pierce Brosnan. So this is Z
4: 3 1.9 liter.
2: No, no, that's not involved in a chase scene, I don't think. But this is when he's coming into Monaco. He's in a Aston DB5, I uh-huh. think, and he's being chased by... Uh, Xenia on a top, okay. You remember her, of course. Nope. Uh, Ferrari 355 Targa, no, or Spider. I, I can't remember. Red, and they're driving back and forth, kind of like almost crashing into each other the whole drive into Monaco over what I'm guessing is, uh, you know, the rally route uh-huh. into town. It's very, very well shot, and it's not cheesy. It looks like they're really driving. And uh-huh. then I, I, I looked it up today, and there was a uh, picture of the camera like mounted to the front of the car oh shit so it was legit legit that's cool pretty cool I think a lot of the Bond movies
4: actually have practical pretty practical right? driving yeah a, lot of, yeah a lot of mounted cameras and stuff so that's off the top of my head dude I mean, we they should make a we should have like a reel of all like the cool scenes it's probably just a YouTube click away I know but I don't feel like I feel like we would have seen it and it would have been shared a lot yeah know? right um it's not like the an obscure best one. one ever but risky business 928 uh just cause I'm uh, like that was one of those things where he starts up the car it's like the whole scene of him driving it essentially but he starts it up stalls it backing out of the driveway starts it up again gets chased by Guido the killer pimp races the dudes in like a pay- some some car uh that whole scene and then it ends with him saying Porsche there is no substitute this is like lanes. Uh, that was a pretty awesome like just full-on yeah sash
1: Art, right, what were we gonna say i uh, said so i was gonna pull an obscure one out um i actually found this like I, I haven't seen the movie but i found this clip online about like eight years ago or something like the because I, I the first time i really kind of found out about the alfa romeo montreal and i wanted to hear what it sounded like so um i i pulled up I pulled up some video on YouTube, and it was a chase scene from a movie called *The Marseille Contract*, and uh, it was um, the an Alfa Romeo Montreal chasing a 911 Targa, and the movie was filmed like in '73 or something. So nice. it's a long hood like Targa, and like it's it's uh, Michael Caine driving the Alfa Romeo, uh, chasing this woman, and a 911 Targa. And it's like super seventies, and like the, the the engine sounds are great, and like just that scenery. Imagine like the uh, Michael Caine and the Alfa Romeo chasing this like beautiful woman in a really sick nine eleven Targa. It's it, that's just it's not like hubcaps flying off like the French Connection, like flying through New York City kind of thing. But um, I mean, it's it's I, I just thought it was like super lighthearted and cool.
0: One thing, one thing I love about the older movies, like that, I feel like all the seventies chase scenes. They always had this different pacing than you get today, where it's like there's a lot of like silence and maybe just a look. Subtlety. Subtlety and yes. timing. It's just yeah. like it gives a little white space yeah, where yeah. you like feel I, some yeah. of it building and there's a little time rather than just like a barrage of cars flipping and That's in, just like, old crazy mo- sound. Old,
4: that's just old movies. Old in movies, general, it's different pacing. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: It's,
2: this is a different podcast that Lane's starting.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of old movies, the classics. Uh, Burby! Dukes of Hazzard. It's, it's a movie. But the first thing that came up is that. Did it only have to be movies? I thought no, it was like TV and you all said, that. said
2: speaking of movies.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, Dukes of Hazzard was a movie, but that's not what I'm talking about. The Jessica Simpson joint. Johnny Knox.
2: I never, I never <laughs> saw that one. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin. Uh, sorry, Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah. Any. You're just saying all Dukes of Hazzard. TV show. Every TV show. Yeah. Every single episode, which had yeah. a chase scene. Right. Yeah. Okay
1: was there's you're like ronin right and we're all all Oh, ronin. i mean ronin's kind of there's all of there's all
0: the, the, the ones like that yeah, yeah. Ronin, Bullen, so, yeah. of yeah. course yeah. Like, you don't even want to say those everybody knows them i feel like I
1: this is gonna sound ridiculous but i don't i don't really remember all the details but i remember like a couple batmans ago what was that fucking massive tank looking thing
4: yeah it was a. Uh, that what, was uh dark knight
1: wasn't and he was like chasing the joker or something and uh-huh. it was, that was like Badass, like like flying off a shit and like 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 yeah, and it was Hollywood over the top, but well done. (laughs) It was
4: actually most of it was practical too. Yeah, so most of it was it was all real shit. It's yeah, I mean that's pretty legit.
1: That's awesome, yeah. Because I remember it being super cool, but I can't remember the details.
4: Did Did you guys see uh, what was the
0: name of it? The man called Uncle. Yeah, the newer one. Uh huh. I feel like there was some good chase cha- scenes in it's that. Like I a, I remember really liking that it's kind movie, of a like Bond
4: style movie. Yeah, but it was, it was kind of like good, a though. like a bare bones Bond movie. I like you know like kind it. of like it back to the essentials. I liked it better than most. Me too. The newer Bond movies actually,
0: and and I feel like they were driving an old Alpha convertible. Yeah, were they
4: on a mini at one point too? Yeah, and, I don't know. And, there's definitely you know, some cool chases in there. Yeah.
0: Oh well, one he like they're escaping and there's like this whole water scene and they get into this giant truck and like, bash that. out of the. Yeah. And,
2: and I think there's some shit there. All right, JPod nine nine nine. He yes, yeah, a funny question. For cars that have both a hardtop and a convertible version, which do you go for? <laughs> I think we, for the most part, we're pretty much anti convertible, except for Brian. No, dude, you not I just said except wait, for Brian. Wait,
4: wait, no, but are sixties? Cars.
0: No, let's go around the table. 50s. Who's anti convertible here? I'm not anti convertible. Are, are, are you anti convertible? Fuck no.
1: Why not? Um, <laughs> and why the fuck
2: not? I'm no, the I am mean,
1: not anti convertible, but I think go. overall, I would, I, mean, I would, overall, I would choose like I'm if saying. we're talking about like like an E30 with a hardtop versus a convertible, unless Any it's car. an M Yeah,
4: and he's saying when there's Any a choice car. of either. Although, but I think for like a
2: Skylark or something, a convertible a, is a cool choice.
4: Art. Or like a, a Caddy. Or
2: how for many convertibles have you I'm, owned out of your 50 cars
1: uh well a lot of miatas uh most actually i think all my convertibles but are miatas, those aren't
2: so. a choice those aren't a choice i mean because, because you didn't no have choice. a choice
4: between uh i mean if, if you're, you're going sports
0: car if that's what you're going for then it doesn't make a ton of sense to right, go right you know your there your
4: is Wanda. the Unless miata it's pre-1960 yep. and they were all convertibles I, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just not, think of like. Of course, uh, there's uh, like gray a, here, area here, but like XKE, one I would go. I would go with a convertible. You know, yeah, same thing with the Honda GT, California is my favorite
2: car, and that's a convertible. Yeah, dude. S800, warren, you're they way off hard you're way off base Warren <laughs>
4: no,
2: <I'm not. laughs> yeah uh, really percentage-wise of cars owned in this room anyway. that's not what the question is though I'm i mean saying, it's but like, you
4: have a choice to buy a car nobody's saying choice between the two because yeah. most of the times when when there is the choice i think we would choose the hardtop version
0: but the statement that warren made was that we that warren. nobody likes <laughs> yeah. convertibles yeah, yeah. and that's he's, wrong he's just based being on facts. way off base
2: <laughs> based on facts i'm being way off base that nobody likes convertibles yeah yeah we're telling well, you right here's now. A question man. for you. <laughs> question for you. So, Favorite uh, G
4: night- body nine eleven cabriolet. No. <laughs> <Ow. laughs>
1: so uh, I mean, here's an, a scenario, and I think the reason we haven't all owned them because I think all the convertibles that we would like to own are probably way older, and it's not like a very practical car to own. Like, yeah, at least at this point yeah. in our lives, and like, but I mean, think of like Lincoln Continental suicide four door. Like, would you would, you would prefer the hardtop over the convertible?
2: No, you'd have to go cab. I mean, yeah, I don't. I would never want to own one of those compared to a Cadillac. So I don't. It doesn't really factor in. But Cadillac convertible or hardtop? Hardtop. Yeah, I can see it, dude. uh, I'm not really like a look at me guy, and that's sort of what convertibles are for, right? (laughs) I mean, you're part of it is like. Sure. I just, I'm just basking in the sun, man. And I like, mean, we don't want
0: to. You know, your opinion hair. is totally your opinion. I know. But it's when you speak for <laughs> all of us that said, that's where I have an you. issue.
2: Except for you, Brian. And I'm. J- I think we clarified now. Zero car zone convertible. Art only bought Miatas, and he probably wanted a hard top with it. Well, as well, Warren. I think you're getting. I into did a have. More, I did have hard I did have on. a Targa
4: nine four, I have nine fourteens, and I do like
2: that feeling
4: of having Targa, the top Targa off. The Targa
2: doesn't count. It's a big sunroof. Fuck. Absolutely not.
4: Well, that's as much as of a convertible as a McLaren convertible is. That's true. Or a new Ferrari convertible. Those things aren't even real convertibles because they are the same way. They just—it's the center section that's that's all right. Mustang
0: Mustang 5.0. What do you get? No, California definitely. That's a big but new like four
4: five. I'm talking about
2: the yeah. They have that little uh, stubby. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're talking about.
4: What'd you say?
1: Mustang Mustang 5.0. I would go. I would go hard top it needs I would go all
4: hard top every day, all day, but cab is kind of a. a kind of cool. Kind of cool. But they're the shittiest. Have you ever been in one of those cabs before? I've it, driven one, yeah. It's literally like the. There's no lining. There's no, like, it's just straight up the hard top. Uh-oh. Like, there's no inside lining or anything. You just. The ribs are exposed and everything. Uh-oh. And they're so loud and shitty and. I think I'd rather. I mean, it makes that that interior shit to begin with, and then imagine making and that car is kind of flexy, shitty, yeah. and then
2: take the cut the roof off. I think the perfect convertible is a rental car, like your LeBaron. one that you can enjoy for a couple days, and then you park it, never think about it again. I think like a I'm trying to
4: think actually, but I like I like old Caddies, coupes look so much better than the convertibles. I
2: agree. So that's hard. I agree. Um, so I, can,
1: I think we all agreed that if it's a sports car, it needs a hard top. And if it's a, a classy cruiser, we're going to probably pick the convertible. Mm,
4: I think I go two-door hard top over convertible most of the time. Because, you know, you get the, like, 500 SEC-style pillarless coupe thing. Very and nice. that's, like, oh, okay. that's, like, almost as good as a convertible. Like, when you really want to cruise in, like, perfect – Perfect temperature in the evening, and you have all those windows open. It has four windows down. Four windows down. Brian, huh? Four windows down is a good thing. Elbow uh, up on the sill. That's,
1: that's a good thing. But I mean, you guys know this already. I'm a madman. I actually prefer the 300 SL Roadster over the Goldwing. Uh, yeah,
4: but that's. I mean, that's a better car but then we're than the back To
2: like super classics like E types and yeah, you know.
1: But that's definitely a clear distinction there. I mean, or not? It is a perfect example of the same car, and one's obviously a sports car. It was built mm-hmm. as a race car, and yeah, and, but and you're choosing the. But, but
4: notorious, car. the the roadster is just a better car. It's a it's a the newer one has a better brakes. Easier it's easier getting in and out of. Better, it's uh, just like and the, and the the goal wing is like known as like not you can't let air in basically it doesn't have real windows it's like yeah I'd, I'd take the the roadster as well but um so it's not really like a hot take on your part
1: you're right yeah because it is i mean the yeah the Goldwing's is known to be is known to be like a shitty place to be right <laughs> i mean yeah uh,
4: there's still a good driving car and everything but but right. everything was upgraded like the roadster was the best of that car, the, that that car was. And it took away a lot of that, that kind of crap, the crappiness that, you know, cause those are great cars notoriously like great driving cars. Everyone talks about how good they are, but it just made that car better being a
2: roadster. I'm going to skip around a little bit. E36 M3 V8. If you could give your automotive advice to your 18 year old self, what would you say?
4: Nothing. Have fun,
2: <laughs> God, dude. That's it. Have fun. Don't paint.
4: No, that's too A- late. Eighteen, 18 year old. old. I don't know. I don't think I made that many stupid decisions with my cars. Whoa! I did when I was. I painted
2: my my VW. Right, right. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have primed my nine fourteen and I bought it. I would say, um by... I'm trying to think of a car that I could afford. Oh, I mean, I you're know. talking about like buying, <laughs> but that's like that's I like a give shit, anyways. So but that's it
4: a really given, matter. right?
2: Right? You're gonna say buy a fucking you know, <laughs> long nose, think... not
4: eleven or no, something. No, I couldn't afford a long nose. I know, 11. I couldn't either. Year
2: Eighteen, but I could afford a perfect uh, Mark One GTI. Yeah, but you can afford one now too. I mean, yeah, but they've gotten a little crazy. <laughs> but not really. You would have <laughs> had to keep it for all those years. I know, right? <laughs> that's the thing that I always, yeah, I never realized that. Uh, I still don't have a warehouse. Like yeah, what exactly. would have changed really? I would yeah. have moved five times and sold one of the cars. Yeah. What was the next car
0: that you bought after you like, say you're giving advice to your 18 year old self. Like what was the choice that your 18 year old self was about to make? Mm-hmm. You I never remember.
4: made choices. Weren't a luxury like, or choice choices were a luxury. It was like when you really? bought a car back then, where, weren't you just kind of buying so what, what you could afford? You? What was in
0: front of you? Kinda I mean, so for me, it was uh I was in a Nissan pickup uh and I bought a uh mark one or a w eleven m r two
4: uh-huh yeah that thing well and that that was a pile with Brian, you could say, hey, one year ago you could tell yourself you know. You if, know, if you're going to <laughs> Nevada, go, go ahead, you a choice to go to perump Nevada. I mean, that was no, my first thought was yourself? I could
0: tell my tell my 18 year old self self in 20 <laughs> years. There's going to be this thing called Uber. <laughs> Never let the Uber driver go. Yeah. Until you've completely checked out the car self. <laughs> Listen Uh-oh. up self. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. My 18 year old self. I, this
2: is like back would, in the future too right here. <laughs> let, let Art answer. What? <laughs> go for it, Art
1: um oh no i was just gonna say like uh be like very aware of like just not cheaping out on tires like you know i think most kids out there with in whatever Yeah,
2: dude. you're 18 yeah oh, dude that's buy, Yaps
1: Yaps buy used tires don't yeah. cheap no you don't tires. you basically the, the thing is that you 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 spend money on other shit so like prioritize <laughs> good like rubber on your car no, so i can't
2: think of one situation where i'm like god i wish i had michelins on my gti like, no Fucking never. No, you're supposed to modify like a dummy. Yeah, dude. And you learn those lessons
0: when you're young, because otherwise... You gotta
4: make your cone air filter work, dude. Yeah. I think
0: there's a point, a period where you have to be learning all this stuff.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm uh, – so that's what you learn when you're 18, to not get shitty tires on your car and get stranded on the side of the road or get into an accident because you put some used tire on there. Wait, did that that
0: happen? Art, what you should tell yourself is uh, buy a ton of tires and then put them away so you can have awesome 15-inch – Tires later in life—they're all rotten. Oh
1: my god, <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible idea.
0: <laughs> you um, keep them in a hermetically sealed chamber with like good moisture levels. Does, you and...
2: inject them with like fluids, and stuff, <laughs> yeah. Like wet them and like play music. <laughs> yeah. Have the Beatles playing, like,
1: uh, like some kind of fancy cryogenically like frozen. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. yeah. exactly.
2: Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I,
1: dude, I, I, we've been
2: asked this question
1: before, and the, the other thing that I said, it was, I, I remember clearly because Jason Camisa was on last, and I—and uh, my answer was to keep uh, make sure that you can see the bottom of the tires of the car in front of you when you pull up behind them because <laughs> that allows you to go around them, remember? Oh, yeah. And if yeah, you do some do shady shit that. in New York City, if yep.
2: you got a bail, mafia like situations. Um, Mine would also be make sure all your lights are working on your car i got pulled over so much like late at night for oh yeah shit.
4: uh that's a surefire way to get like busted for
2: something else exactly you know? well they pull you over for yeah that reason they right. find a bag of Warren, weed come under on your man seat. you
1: what? don't need all the lights you just need two you know as long as you can <laughs> see and like you know that whole
2: thing be said, jerky, <laughs> i'm saying you do need all the lights because you have fucking pulled over um Porsche Hobbyist, He was reminded by Warren at Luft that he forgot our beer bet for gas money to Texas. So we had some some guesses on how much he would spend. The winner is Lane. He uh guessed. $600. I was pretty close, dude. Dude, it cost me he says it cost him six hundred and eleven dollars and sixty-six cents. Congratulations. I said six hundred. Good job, buddy. What did everyone else... Uh, uh, lane 600, Brian 658, Warren uh, 780, and ridiculous. Art 820. But Art lives in the city, so he, he doesn't know any prices for gas. Yeah. This is true. He's like a dollar more. Art's
4: like the rich guy that doesn't... You know, they do that. <laughs> They're like, hey, Howard Stern, how
2: much does a thing of milk cost? He's like, there's
4: $10? 20, 20 bucks. <laughs>
2: Bring me two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Yeti Overland, what is the perfect number of cup holders? Should a two seater car have more cup holders per person than a minivan does, or vice versa?
4: Actually, the I want to go back to the last one. The reason I said Howard Stern, I just remembered, is because he was on Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, and him and Jer- Jerry Seinfeld were sitting in a, a cafe playing that game with each other. Oh. So they were playing, like, how much does this cost? That's how much is this? You know, neither
0: of them good. knew
2: anything.
4: Yeah. Basically, yeah. I love
2: uh, but anyways what was the question um, perfect amount of cup holders more than the person number or I don't care about cup holders I think one per person although I like having two <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean <laughs> cup holders are great but I don't I
2: mean it depends on the design of cup holders some are horrible and they're annoying and frustrating yeah like I think let's two, say that it's two a, a perfect fine. cup holder perfect cup holder two per couple. person yeah two per person really two yeah. It's kind of nice. What car has two?
4: Uh, well, you
0: sometimes get the ones in the door pockets. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Like
4: the water bottle ones? Yeah. yeah. My car has those.
2: That's nice. Oh, look at you. Big highfalutin. I never used them, but. I no, just used mine today. Really my better. my VW. Hushy Pushy says, What's the long term report from Brian and Lane on the Mark 7 Golfs? He loves his e Golf despite a few dash rattles that have cropped up over time. Hmm. Huh.
4: Uh any long term. He did say dash, yeah I had did a long say term. Oh, I'm
2: sorry, rash daddles. Rash daddles. <laughs> I, I just like <laughs> auto corrected in my brain. I didn't even read it. Um I
0: think the Egolf is a great car. It's a great chassis. I regret buying it. I wish I had a gas motor and a
2: manual transmission. Hell yeah, bro. That's my report. Okay. We talk about Lance GTA yeah. all the fucking time. He loves the goddamn Do thing. we talk about it all the time? Every episode. No, we don't. Yes.
4: I do like it, but I now <laughs> that I don't have a commute, I probably will get rid of it very shortly.
0: Yeah. Why? What are you going to do? Just get? Ooh, I just super cheap. I pay five
4: hundred dollars or over five hundred dollars a month for something I don't need. Basically, yeah. So, like, uh, no, that would be a stupid choice. But Art sent a really nice Mercedes diesel in it, Oh, yeah. That would be a, a cool car. Slowest you know? car. Um, ever, although but... I'd want something a little more fun. Yeah. Like Warren's uh, E. The gold E twelve, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it that he sold yeah. would have been a really. I, that's a car I could see myself buying. Something Pretty like old, that,
2: dude. Pretty old. Yeah, but I don't have to go anywhere. You do though. And you split it between two old cars. I could fit kids in it. You just drove to L.A. last weekend. That's true. And you're gonna be going up to the burial. All right. Never mind. Keeping the GTI <laughs> for life.
3: <laughs>
4: well, let Just go a little I more think. modern. But long term uh, report, my GTI's super good and no no issues to report um I've had the I've had to reset the stereo a couple of times like just like re, reset it because the, it just doesn't pick up my phone or something like that oh okay that's the biggest oh, issue so um yeah
1: i thought you just had you were having to blow like onto the cds like old nes cartridges and you had to press the reset button that's a know? good call
2: like, actually yeah exactly. that's a really good call
0: you hold the reset button while you put it down oh, slowly good one that's yeah. right
1: and then sometimes you kind of move the cartridge from side to side a little bit mm-hmm. oh yeah whatever so, you can do where we were, you do that
0: we were the, idiots the t- <laughs> we were idiots right it's all about cleaning the contacts all these little mysterious I don't know, things. Dude. Don't
2: you want to get the context to line up too so you're <laughs> okay. kinda of wiggling? Somebody needs it to like we Somebody needs a myth bust that too. shit.
0: Someone needs to myth bust it. Yeah. Like, did that help? Yeah, because it is just <laughs> it did, electrical. Like like hour. the Nintendo... No, we were just superstitious, and you hear it from a friend, and you try it because no, you cause feel like you have work. to. Dude, we got to talk to an NES engineer, and he'd be like, "Dude, how no. about? I think
1: there was a moisture thing. It was like a moisture thing. It created a better contact up front, and then like... So if you blow it, spit know, on so, uh,
2: it, it would help it? It was like humidity. Well,
1: no, because you don't remember... Humidity, yeah, because you remember like you... There was also the one where you cover it with your shirt, and you blow in through it through the shirt, no, and I feel like that would no, work because no. you like trap the... Some kind of extra humidity to make it better. <laughs> wow. Maybe that would make a better contact, yeah. <laughs> contact, yeah, that's another thing. Better conduction, man, or conductivity or whatever it's called.
2: <laughs> uh, Axel Jor says if you had to choose the little Baron, the Griswold uh, wagon queen family truckster, or the Homer as your only car forever, which would you choose? The fact that only one is a real car is unimportant. I would totally go for the truckster. Same here. The Baron's pretty sweet. It's a convertible. We and hate convertibles. You hate podcast. convertibles. <laughs> I know. but Look at my choices. Oh my god. I'm thinking of so a hydraulic top. Fluids. You want to
4: know? You want to see a top? And that top had down. holes in no, it. No, I would just leave
2: it down permanently, rain or shine. Dude, and uh, wasn't the Homer Mobile the best of everything? <laughs> Dude, isn't of that every how we designed it? <laughs> it? Had like a bubble in the back, and they're huge. So I mean, I'm not against LeBaron, bubbles in the, the back. Turbo. That's true. It's it's nimble in comparison. Yeah. The Griswold family
4: tractor is huge. Huge.
2: Yeah. Um, And so ugly. What was that thing? Like an olds or something? Uh, Yeah. I think it was like an olds based thing. Was it green? Green. It had that big old weird ass front end, right? Yeah. Weird. So ugly. Beautiful. (laughs) Double headlights. (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, it was like eight headlights or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) In a real world situation, I'm going LeBaron. In a bizarre world, I'm going to Homer. Wow! Just go full blown. <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah. All right. What about you, Truckster? All the way. <laughs> Doesn't take long to answer. I'm going Homer. Oh, I'm going Homer. Okay, uh, Colin M Hill. Good to see Colin this weekend. Uh, yeah, Colin's awesome. How many episodes of DWA can one listen to from Galita? Uh, and he says, "quote unquote," post mortem lane to San Rafael and back. Wait, what's post mortem lane all about? Maybe were you getting crazy when you met up with him in Galita? Uh,
4: huh. <laughs> wait, where? Uh, wait, from where to where?
2: Galita to San Rafael and back. That's a pretty good drive. That's like I don't oh know. yeah, because you said San you ended Rafael. up like hanging
1: out forever there, right? Eight hours,
2: so sure, like, five hours up. Easy. No, no, it's uh, longer than that. So One way. It's... Six hours? Yeah, yeah so you can line.
4: listen to, like, mm, ten podcasts. There you go. Ten. Um, let's see. Just don't here. listen to those long ones when Art was on or in the early days. Yeah, the one about, or like, a tire,
0: any, any tire repair one. Yeah. Skip that. <laughs> um, and you may want to put the head, <laughs> headphones in so you can uh, listen while you're eating dinner, too. Yep. Eating meals.
4: Yeah, that's a oh, good point. That'll maximize your you time. Because you are going to stop, right? Yeah. yeah
2: phenomenon oh, man. uh sorry art, go for it
1: no I, i'm just like laughing. i'm just thinking about the tire repair ones <laughs> it wasn't even a repair it was just describing what exactly. type of tire damage you were doing Dude, with. <laughs> i really I, I want some
0: someone to do like an, oh, an animation an
4: storyboard oh. on that yeah
1: while,
0: not... of art actually talking yeah oh yeah 20 Phenomenal minutes Oh
1: man it would be a big seller i would tell you
0: go
2: <laughs> i'd like to
4: he's not here he can't see your stupid face <laughs>
2: <laughs> phenomenon when and where can the rest of us see the coastal range rally movie oh it's up now youtube driving will awesome YouTube channel and Vimeo up now nice we prefer youtube because there's ads and we can make like a couple of cents or something. three dollars um, yeah yeah go check it out it's about 19 minutes long oh. um we had a great movie premiere on Last Saturday? Yep. And, yeah, uh, just look up Driving
4: While Awesome on YouTube or Vimeo. Yes, do it. Um, In HD goodness. Watch it on the big screen if you can, like mirror to your, mirror to your television or something.
0: Rent out a movie theater. Yeah, Watch it with cool. your friends.
4: Oh, and then I think we want to... We just had a movie premiere last weekend. We'll talk about it on Sunday show. But I think we want to do another one in Santa Cruz for like all of our local friends and stuff the uh, soon
2: yes. we have all this gear now we don't know what to do with it yeah exactly uh, 256 Chili Pepper says best Radwood appropriate road trip car for under $3,000 <sighs> must haul four people plus bags and be capable of 2,000 miles round trip and have some sense of occasion Chrysler LeBaron convertible it's <laughs> not a bad choice it's not
4: a bad choice and just remember to get into the trunk, you open the glove box, and there is a button in there. And you have to have the key on for that button to work. Just remember that. Dodge Caravan. What yeah,
1: year? a really nice 84. manual turbo. Burgundy. Plymouth. Car- Plymouth.
0: Plymouth. I, I'd like the tan one with, with no tan. wood,
1: actually. No wood,
4: huh? Huh. Cherry interior, burgundy,
1: Mm. burgundy on red interior, red vinyl interior with the wood siding is where I'm at. Stacked square headlights.
4: So when I was a kid, we had a in 1986 Plymouth Voyager, short one. It's like the they had the long, the extended one and the short one. So it was a short one, silver with dark gray bottom, and then a gray interior. Like the most conservative way you could go. Pretty good i remember being like super stoked on it when we bought it because it had um we were coming out of a volvo 240 wagon and this thing had like power windows and it had a sunglass holder and the con- you know up above and all that stuff all the stuff that is normal on any But the minivan guys like like kia now but yeah
2: Toyota, Prev- Toyota yeah. Previa supercharged. Oh, God. Really? You're going hair You're going, guy, for three G's? Dude. You you're to going minivan home? too, huh? Yeah, it got me thinking. We haven't had a Previa at uh, Radwood, have we? No. Uh, I don't know. Can't think of one. And it's so funky and weird in Radwood. Uh-huh. So, yeah, get the most sketchy one you can buy. You sure you're not going Pontiac Transport? Oh, no. I changed my answer.
0: <laughs> Trans <laughs> sport, I mean, I don't know. Trans-
4: band, yeah, thing. dude. Truth is, I go with like Warren's Mercedes S-Class. Yeah, that thing is so nice. Yep. yep. And you can get like a decent one for three K, right? Oh yeah. I and, mean, it won't
2: be perfect, but, but it'll definitely get you like, there. That's, that's kind of where one. you yeah, want like like
1: sh- like uh, Cervinator's Sher- yeah.
2: car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which was yeah, exactly. At Redwood. Um okay, those are some answers. Uh, let's see here. Um <laughs> Jack's Carpino. When are DWA and Beeline Coffee going to collaborate on a nice, smooth coffee hmm. roast called Mellow Grinds? Oh,
1: shit. Mm. Dude, did that dude. really escape us? Oh, my, oh, my art. God. Art, dude. Art. We're idiots, we've, dude. We've, we've been talking about this because we actually are going to do this, but we, we were going on a completely different trajectory there. Dude,
4: Mellow <laughs> Grinds is...
2: Jack Scarpino, you just named it, Oh, everybody. you just
4: did it, dude. It's coming out soon. And Nick be Nick Cuerto at Beeline bee
2: Coffee, you better hop on this. And uh, Jack, give us your address and we'll send you the first pack. Yeah, dude. <laughs> or call it Jack's Mellow dude, Grinds.
1: Good <laughs> yeah. call. I mean, but uh, that being said, we should say that we're considering, um, uh, I mean, we'll maybe we'll make two grinds, uh, Sense of occasion. So <laughs> scents, smells, right, is, a, mm-hmm. is an option. We're throwing, that one's in the works. But I thought Possibly. you were
2: <laughs> anti-chicory. Yeah. Well no, no, no it's no, not Cajun. And sense yeah, of,
4: occasion.
0: Yeah, so know, sense of occasion.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. sense of occasion. And then be like,
4: oh I want sense of occasion.
1: Cajun. Right. But that's the thing, is that I mean that's probably what we're gonna go with. But yeah, that's was, Southern Coffee. And Mellow
4: grinds is in our freaking opener too.
1: That is true, dude. That is that he nailed it on the head, man. No, oh, wait! N- nailed it on the head. <laughs> yeah, the dude, that's, what the head. That's, that's what you say. That's what you do. That's
4: what you do. This Guy
2: who's sleeping foot to yeah, tail. Yeah, I guess you
4: don't nail it on the head.
2: Yeah, you hit the you nail. Not to on butt. The head. Hit, hit the, the nail on the head. <laughs> Not to butt. Foot to tail is what, what he said. Foot to tail. All leather bags over here. Someone else said foot to tail. <laughs> leather too. bags. Foot to tail makes no yeah, sense. Dude, I'm you. Why is my feet <laughs> by your tail? Well, that's
4: when you when you're head to toe. No, why? Yeah. Wait, no, toe-to-toe, I guess. <laughs> Toe-toe? Toe-toe? <laughs> Those fighting <line> words. Uh, <laughs> I don't know
3: what,
2: you, you guys don't know are what you're talking about now. That's
4: when you have your head on the opposite ends of the bed. That's toe-to-head. Why is it tail? Because your foot probably hits their tail. No matter what foot you do, you pretty much what,
2: tail? tail-to-tail. To their butt. Why would your feet... Put my
4: Foot-to-butt, leg- dude! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lane sleeps in some weird square scenario <laughs> are you in the womb uh. he's like perpendicular
2: he's <laughs> yeah, a really big bed Dude, you're like the grandparents in Charlie and Chocolate factory. <laughs> what the
3: fuck? <laughs> good call, Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you
4: what? Know, and Grandpa George, what the fuck? He can just walk? He just decides to walk one day, that piece did you of guys, shit? Did you watch uh, Charlie
2: go out and like buy him like buy him bread? Did you watch um, John Mulaney on Hilarity for Charity, the Seth Rogen special on Netflix? No, I haven't watched that. Just watch it. Is it he, good? It, yeah, the show's really good. It's just a bunch of uh, oh, okay. different comedians. But he, I was scared to watch it. His bit is really right. good.
4: Really I, I don't. Good. I've never seen John Mulaney. I just. I dislike him because of that show he had oh, and yeah. the commercials for that show. I never watched the actual show, but the commercials are. He's
2: he's pretty good, and uh, he just hosted SNL, and he was pretty good. Okay, so I, I think it's worth a watch. Cool. All good right, nice this podcast. Weekend. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank, Thank you. you. Goodbye. Later. Bye. In 20 years.
0: (laughs) There's going to be this thing called Uber. (laughs) Never let the Uber driver go until you've completely checked out the car (laughs) yourself.